how we met. That's our story. It was almost like we were meant to meet that night. It was like kind of the classic when you're not looking it shows up sort of thing. I caught the feels. But I look back at that and I'm like, how did my parents not be like, what the heck? Hello everybody, happy Wednesday and welcome to another brand new episode of The Story of Us, the show where we talk all things love stories, from those initial meetings to falling in love and everything in between. My name is Jasmine and today I have a wonderful guest for you with a very beautiful, very romantic and incredibly wholesome story. As always, here's an introduction. My name's Caitlin, I'm 27 years young. And I am from a tiny town called Butte, B-U-T-O. And this is my story. I was paddleboarding down the river at sunset and him and his friends were sitting on the bank at their own shacks. My little brother who was kayaking next to me said, let's go say hello. I know one of them. Meanwhile, I had never met them before. So we did. They said, come in. And I said, is it okay if I put my paddleboard on your lawn? My now partner said, no, but you can put it on the neighbor's lawn. So I jumped back on my board, paddled around to the neighbor's house and turned out he was the neighbor. Very smooth. The rest is history and we have been together for over two years now. Now, a quick reminder before we get into today's episode, if you have an amazing story or you know someone who does, send me a message on Instagram at storyofuspodcast or you can email the story to storyofusthepodcast at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the show. Caitlin, welcome to the story of us. How are you going? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Very excited to have you here on the show. So now I want to get to know you a bit better. So can you tell me something interesting about yourself that I would never guess? Since I was about two years old, I've been skiing, water skiing um, on two skis. And then when I was five, I started water skiing on one ski and have been water skiing since. I don't do it professionally, but I have just been doing it since I was really little and my always my reward was to get a Tim Tam when I got out of the water so (laughs) (laughs) that's a really good reward (laughs) yeah it is and this makes sense you're clearly a water baby based on your story yes yeah I'm currently actually just swimming instructing at the moment so I'm a teacher but I'm yeah swimming instructing for three weeks um at Wallaroo um yeah it's really fun and that's where me and my partner met there you go. Well, perfect segue. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you, what are your top three words that best describe love? Patience, kindness, and honesty. Those I are think. some really good words. Those are some nice, mm. strong words. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Caitlin. So jumping straight into it, I want to ask, what was your attitude towards love and dating before meeting your partner? Um. So I've always been really open to love I've come from lots of love my parents have been married for 30 years and I have always had a really good example of love so I guess I've always been really open to it but I guess just before meeting my now partner I did go through quite a toxic breakup um, about six months prior so I was a little bit closed off a little bit guarded but Mm. generally I'm very open to love and I love easy. (laughs) (laughs) So do I. And it's nice to be receptive to it as well because you never know when it's going to come knocking. Exactly. They say you find love when you're 
not looking for it. And that's definitely what happened with me and my partner. <laughs> Likewise with me and mine. Mm. So yep. with that being said, take me back to the very beginning and tell me the story of how you met. Oh, I hope I can do it justice. Todd <laughs> says it a lot better than me. He's very funny when he says it. But basically it was on sunset. It was like eight o'clock. It was still a little bit light. And my little brother who was 15 at the time wanted to go for a kayak and I just got a paddleboard for Christmas. So I'm like, okay, sure, we'll go. He's like, let's go say hello to those boys over there. Apparently they can do flips behind the boat and I really want to learn how to do it, which he can now. So that's what he got out of that. Um, But so we went over there and they had just gotten back from a wine tour. So they were all very happy and chirpy. They were like, come in, come in. And my partner now at the time was apparently like, who is this girl coming on a paddleboard coming to me? Who is this dream girl? And I'm like, I didn't even take notice they were kind of like in the dark so I didn't even really see anyone but yeah they um invited us invited us in and I they have like immaculate lawn and like these beautiful beautiful um shacks and I was like oh are you sure it's okay that I can put my board here and (laughs) Todd was like no no he was a bit drunk but he was like no no um but you can put it on the neighbor's lawn that's fine and I was like oh okay so I got back on it go went around dragged it up onto the neighbor's lawn he helped me he jumped over he was like hi welcome to the neighbors oh my gosh and I was like oh gosh that's so cheesy but also very cute and also you just made me go to all this effort of putting my board on the on the other lawn but anyway that's okay but and yeah, paddle boards are not necessarily the I know the it's lightest item <laughs> no it's nine foot so Oh my God. I actually yeah. recently just got one for my birthday and it's one of the blow up ones. Was yours a fiberglass one? One of the hard fiberglass. ones? Fiberglass. Yeah. Heavier. So it was heavy. <laughs> but um, yeah. And then that whole night he was so polite. He's very shy naturally. So mm. he was just like offering me water. He wasn't even offering me alcohol. He was clearly trying to not get me drunk. He was just offering me water all night. And then he just put his phone in front of me and said, oh, can I have your number? And then then two days like he had to go home the next day and then two days later he conveniently took a day off work and came back down to the river and had to fix a sprinkler (laughs) inverted (laughs) and yeah and then he asked me out so you said he went home so where is he from originally so he he, yeah so he's from Adelaide so he's from like a country town kind of it's kind of country Mm. in Adelaide it's like on a farming property um just on the outskirts of Adelaide so we live about two we lived about two hours from each other because I was teaching in the York Peninsula and he was um a scaffolder in Adelaide so there you go two people whose paths were probably never meant to cross if it hadn't been for that night no no, Amazing. not at all. Had you not been paddleboarding that night? Like what would your life look like right now? Literally. And also we've both been going up the river since we were little and we've never crossed paths. And it was just like right timing. It was like divine intervention. There you go. <laughs> was, yeah, because I've been going up there since I was born and he's been up going up there since I think he was, I don't know, 10. So, and we literally live like a paddleboard away from each other, like nine shacks away from each other. Well, crazy. Yeah. So it's very, it was very likely that we would have met earlier, but obviously we both had different partners at the time and 
Mm. And how many times have you potentially paddled past, paddled past each other, walked past each other? Who knows? I know. He was like, I think I've seen you before. Like, I remember seeing you before and thinking, wow, that girl's really pretty. (laughs) But like, obviously never had the guts or like the opportunity to come and say hello. Tell me, where did you go and what did you do on your first date? How did that all transpire after you met one another? Yeah, so he was like, this was the first time a guy has ever actually taken it upon themselves to plan a whole date. I was like, oh, this guy's a bit of a romantic. I'm like, hmm. So he was like, all right, wear something fancy. He was like, drive to Adelaide and I will like come to my house, which was a big bold move. I knew he was like a nice guy and everything, but I was like, okay, I'll just trust the process. Yeah, you never so know 100%. The- <laughs> no, you never know. But I just, I don't know, I had a feeling where I was like, I, I think I'm pretty intuitive. And I was like, mm. I, you know, he's a nice guy. So he yeah. took me out. He took me to this fancy restaurant and only on the menu, the cheapest thing was like 45 bucks. And I was like, dude, are you sure? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Aww. And I think I ordered like a $50 steak and I was like, this is crazy. And Aww. then, yeah. And then the next day, so I stayed at his that night. Nothing happened. Like, I think it was a little kiss. And then the next day we drove back to the river. Paddleboarding? Actually, yeah, we did go paddleboarding. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) He actually met my family the day that we met because my dad was there, my brother was, both my brothers were there. And then the next day he came and said goodbye to me and he met my mum. So he met my whole family before I even got to know him. (laughs) How did you tell them that you were going on a date with the guy that you met at sunset? Like, because they already knew him. So were you just like, yeah, Yeah. going on a date with this guy? They were like, oh, yeah, he seems nice. Just be careful. You know, you don't want to get hurt again. They were all very protective, especially my brothers. Mm. So they were like, oh, I don't know. Like, don't know about it. Um, Maybe just, you know, maybe just get to know him a bit first. And I'm like, me being open. I'm like, it's fine. Like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? (laughs) (laughs) So how, how long had it been between meeting him and your previous relationship? So it wasn't long. I think it was about four to five months, but it was on the rocks for a while. Um, yeah. He wasn't a bad guy. He just didn't really respect me very much, was a little bit controlling and, you know, all of those toxic yeah. things. So it sounds mm. like you've almost gone from one extreme straight to the next, like four months later, because this guy obviously has yeah. so much respect from you from the outset, wanting to take yep. you, wine dine you. Yeah, it was his polar opposite. So Todd is completely opposite to any guy I've ever dated or been interested in. Um, He, for one, looks-wise, he's completely different. I usually go for like the European kind of looking guys. And Todd is um, redhead (laughs) and fair skin and he's gorgeous, but just so different to what I originally thought I was going to be end up with personality wise he's I mean you're probably gonna I don't know ask me more questions but I'm just like (laughs) rambling about how much I love him yeah personality wise he's just such a hard worker and I remember saying to my mum and my mum's best friend you know like where's all the hard-working guys like my dad's a farmer my mum's best friend's husband is a farmer they're just like hard-working guys and you know I dated guys who are like into gaming and whatever you do you but where's some what you mean. aspiration and yeah Todd is like the hardest worker I've ever met um 
and he just yeah he's very driven so that's awesome ambition is so sexy honestly it's the best (laughs) (laughs) it is said that you gravitate towards you know, if, if you're if you're a girl that's into into guys, that you gravitate towards men that have similar traits to your father, and obviously you really admire hard work. That's clearly mm-hmm. something that Todd has, and yeah, it's no wonder that you guys have ended up together. He is very similar personality to my dad, like more shy, reserved, mm. but also just like a hard worker. So yeah, they are very similar in that way and without sounding weird yeah yeah I know it's always like you're like I'm not you feel weird, weird saying it but yes. you're like no it's it's proven it's science I think it's scientifically proven that it's yeah like you gravitate to that figure in your life I want to know from there, from that initial meeting, that amazing first date that he took you on, tell me how your relationship evolved. Because I noted that you said you weren't living in the same place then, but I gather that you are now. Is that you guys living together? Tell me about the evolution. So we did long distance for over a year. We would take in turns traveling to me to Adelaide or him to the York Peninsula. Um, I was living alone, like in my own unit, loving life, independent, Mm -hmm. you know, um, which was quite nice because coming from a very controlling relationship, it was nice for me to have that space mm. and then him respect that space, but still really want to spend time with each other. But we really got to know each other without it being always super physical, if that makes sense. It's like we had to really rely on communication. And then just last year, at the start of last year, we both got COVID. And so we isolated together for like a, I think it was 10 days and I was just like, oh, what am I doing? I, I want to come to Adelaide. I want to live with him, you know? Wow. So I applied for a position. I'm a teacher, won a position in Adelaide and moved the next holidays. So like I think it was two weeks later I was in Adelaide living with him. Waste no time. Good on you. No, I know. So we just knew and it was just right and now we're, yeah, we still live together and currently looking for a house to buy. So, yeah. Absolutely all- amazing. And to backtrack on what you said about long distance, I was in a long distance relationship myself. We're now like you guys together and it's just the best thing in the world. But I can't rave more about it as hard as it is. I really think it is so valuable mm. for people because that communication, like you said, it's second to none when you're not together because it's all you have. It's just mm-hmm. so, so special. And then you're always just so grateful for the time you do get to have together and you take nothing for granted. Like, I don't know about you, but I remember grocery shopping with him for the first time. Like we had some milk in our hands and I was like, oh my God, we're grocery This is shopping. so cool. <laughs> yes. I know what that? you mean. Yeah, for sure. And then just like settling into daily routine, you know, it's like you you're not used to waking up next to them. You're not used to like brushing your teeth in the same time. Like it's just, it was all so new, but then we, we literally went from like not living together, me living alone, him living alone to just like 24 seven pretty much. And Mm. it was great. We, we, we barely fight. We bicker sometimes, but barely we just communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I've honed it, but I've (laughs) tried. (laughs) being together for 10 days while you're sick with COVID. How was that? We were pretty lucky. We didn't get too sick. 
Yeah, we we got it because we went camping and Todd was actually the super spreader. He didn't oh. realize he was the one <laughs> who had it and yeah, he spread it to about 8 of us. Um but we were like painting fences. He's a hard worker like I said. We were painting fences and doing jobs and I think I had one day where I was like let's have a nap. But other than that, we just worked the whole time. I love you guys. I have so yeah. much respect for that. Really. That's oh, thanks. bloody amazing. <laughs> now that you've moved in together, you've had a lot more time together to be physically present in each other's lives. What do you love most about your partner? And that can be literally anything. Um, He like leaves little notes for me, oh, which is that. cute. Yeah. So like he'll like leave little notes or He'll always send me a good morning message even after he's left. He'll give me a kiss goodbye and then when he wakes up and, like, goes, he'll send me a good morning message or, I don't know, he just does little things. that. And I'm a big acts of service person. That's my love language. Mm. And so, yeah, he does those things. And then in winter, like, he chops wood and always lights the fire for me before I get up in the morning Um, because he gets up at, like, 5.30 and I get up at, like, 6 30 so he will like will have the house warm and yeah it's he's just a really thoughtful considerate person he sounds like Mm. an absolute angel of a man (laughs) he is he is such a blessing (laughs) so now it's the fun part what Mm. if there's anything what's something that you don't like as much he is a huge clean freak and I'm not a dirty, messy person, but sometimes I'll leave my cup on the bench and sometimes I will, I don't know, leave the door open of my closet and he just gets not annoyed, but he'll just be like, Caitlin, we talked about this. What's our <laughs> New Year's resolution? Let's not leave cups on the sink. Let's close the bedroom closet doors. Ah. And I'm like, oh, he's just a big clean freak. And every now and then we'll just be chatting. And then all of a sudden he'll just get out the vacuum cleaner and just start vacuuming. And I'm like, dude, we're having a conversation. Oh my God. I'm him. I resonate so much with this. I don't even think it's a bad thing. I think I actually need to take a leaf out of his book. I feel like if, yeah, if if that's the thing we don't like, then you're sorted. (laughs) You're always going to be in a clean space. (laughs) I agree. I agree. How good. And Tell me what is your favorite thing to do together? You guys sound like you're pretty on the same page with a lot of things. Yeah. So we love to travel. So we've been to um, Darwin. We went on a huge big road trip up to Darwin. And then this year we're going on a cruise to just around Queensland, Early Beach and Cairns. And then in November, we're going to Cambodia um, to do some charity work. So, yeah. We love traveling and just, and he loves to want like wine and dine. So I don't mind that either. (laughs) Mm, Based on that first date, I'm sure he does. (laughs) (laughs) What's this charity work that you're doing in Cambodia out of curiosity? So it was originally with Cows for Cambodia, but we're just going with a, um, one of his mum's friends. So like going into the communities and just like giving um, clothes and food and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't really know a heap about it yet because I haven't been there, but um, Todd's mum has been there before and her friend is like one one that's running it all. So Sounds cool. So you guys are a adventurous couple, a charitable couple. I'm sorry. (laughs) You guys are goals. (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) and I guess the last question I have for you really is 
you clearly have a really mature relationship, clearly a really mature outlook on life. And I want to know what is the best piece of dating advice that you have ever received or some amazing advice that you have to give? Well, I asked my mum this just today because I was like, I have to answer this question and I'm like, oh. I don't really know. <laughs> and I'm like, what what would you tell um, the listeners? And she's like, well, number one is be honest. Don't have any secrets. Um, just even if you think it might, you know, hurt the other person, just be completely honest and share mm. everything. She said, don't hold grudges. Um, forgive easily, but also just try to be really kind. So, you know, do little things for each other and, and yeah, don't hold grudges. Just, yeah, forgive. Thank you, Caitlin's mom. <laughs> yeah, she's a legend. <laughs> Did you find that advice useful when you were doing long distance? Yeah, for sure. Like, obviously, when you're doing long distance, you have to trust them because you're not with them 24 7 they mm. could be catching up with other girls I could be catching up with other guys but you just need to be honest and and if someone messages you like a girl messaged Todd whilst we were living together and said like come over and he told me about it and immediately like he, yeah immediately and like he deleted her and I had a guy message me saying come see me or whatever you know like I said Mm. to Todd, it's good to have these conversations now because, you know, we are nice people and people are going to gravitate towards us. So we just have to be like super open with each other and honest um, and shut it down straight away. So, and that's, you know, what we both did. Yeah. There you go. Super mature. And I think that's, that's it at the end of the day, like that's life. And and you're going to have people that are interested in you, people that really gravitate towards your personality and being able to have that mature conversation with each other Mm. is everything. The outlook that you're talking about comes with so much self-security as well. Yeah. And like when living away from each other, you can't be insecure. You have to trust Mm. your partner. Because otherwise you just eat yourself up. hundred <laughs> percent. You know? You know? So, time. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> no, that's a really great story. And I feel so privileged that you've been able to share it with us. So thank you so no. much. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share it. And there you go, everyone. The beautiful story of Caitlin and Todd. Heartwarming and wholesome. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And if you did, please go give the show a rating wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget, if you have an amazing story or you know somebody who does, send me a message on Instagram at storyofuspodcast. Or you can email it to storyofusthepodcast at gmail.com. I will see you next week with another brand new love story. Bye for now.